You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. What up, It's your boy, Al Mega. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders Podcast. And today, woo, we got an awesome guest. I mean, my man is an actor. That Thank you, Spectrum, for the momentary skips. And let me repeat that. My man is actor, director, producer. I mean, he just was recently in Rise of the Beast, the security guard. But you know what's more important is that he got a dope project out right now called Through the Rings. The Needs Your Love is going to be a movie, too. Let me introduce this very multi-talented Latino. The one, the only, Jason Arnos. Where, pa, homie, are you doing? It's going great. Thank you for joining us today to, to chit-chat a bit about yourself and this awesome project that you got out right here, Through the Rings, you know, that's starting out as a comic, and it's going to be a movie. I mean, we're totally excited. I can't wait. Yeah, man, we're we're excited to bring it. We actually just... We're doing the fundraiser for it right now, and we just crossed our first minimum goal, which ensures that for sure we're going to have this comic book happen. So we're excited. Oh, yeah. Now that's awesome. Amazing. Bless on that one. So let's get started. Let's get started, Jason. All right. So a bit about yourself, where you OG from, and what was the first thing in fandom that you ever fell in love with great question well born in nueve york i was born in new york over there in Queens, but i originally am from lbc long beach cali so that's kind of where i rep and that's my hood as far as my fandom it starts probably with only it starts with what do you want comic or just overall like what was i hyped on because nightmare Overall, I mean, the first thing that just got you so in love that that kind of just spawned off on every into everything else. I think Nightmare on Elm Street is what set me because that was like Superman to me and my best friend. We got into horror movies, and that guy blew our mind because he had the fashion, he had the joke, he had the kill. He had the franchise. He had the toys, you know. So, like, you know, you that was the first time I got into, you know, merch, and I want to wear the stuff, and I want to be the person, or you know, I want to watch the movies and inhale the fandom. So, I think honestly, Freddy Krueger was my was our guy. All right, but so I could see how that maybe is, is kind of showing it through the rings. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So let's get into the journey now. This is what we always love to discuss, and then we're going to get into the book. But, I mean, it's just the pivotal moments, especially as a Latino creator. I mean, you know, OBC, New York, you mix, and, you know, you're, you're a Latino creator and actor. You know, how does that lead, everything that you did kind of lead into that even Transformers role? Because that is a fire movie and, 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 and good stuff there, too, bro. I mean, wow. <laughs> Basically, you know, was just doing the acting thing for a long time and, you know, went to 
since like a kid, you know, I was going to like film classes, then I went to college for theater. Then I was like super, I didn't know nothing about tech. I knew about film. I knew about process in terms of like good writing, good acting, like, you know, but I didn't really know anything about technical stuff. So I went to film school to really learn every camera, every type of computer program, every visual effects, so I could tell better stories. And and then kind of like, yeah, like I kind of just, you know, almost every season, you know, if you're not working as an actor, which is a lot of time, you try to, I go and shoot something with my friends, right? That kind of thing. And you write something. And this, and Through the Rents actually was originally a short film I wrote for my thesis film in film school. And they were like, they were like, this is too weird. It's too crazy. Is And they said, this is a beautiful piece of writing. It's really nice, but I don't know what it is. It's so crazy. So don't film it. And I, they, they said, and you know, they always do that to you. So they said, do the boring version of that. And so I wrote a very smaller version of it, which did go on to the Cannes Film Festival. And it got me to go to that, to Paris. And it, it, it was still good. It was an absolutely beautiful experience. But I shelved that movie and that script for a long time until the pandemic. So that's some of how I got there. And the Transformers, was like, I just, you know, been doing indie movies for so long. I actually never did a studio 3D number one movie of the year or the number one movie of the summer for a few weeks. I never did anything that in that scale. And then I got a call from my agent. I was actually in El Salvador with my family. And I went down to the store. I bought a a shirt for the security guard and I did it in the hotel. I sent in my tape and was like, there you go. And they called me. They said, cool, we go, we go to work next week. So that was well, it. It's Transformers, man. Did you geek the F out? Because I know I would. I still am geeking out, man. Because <laughs> actually, like, it's like, it's so cool to be a part of something you actually, like, know. Like, I actually really grew up, right? Yeah. Like, we, like, I grew up on Optimus Prime and Shockwave and, you know, Bumblebee and, just like I couldn't even afford all those Transformers toys. You know what I'm saying? Like I was like, I had like one and a half of the toys and I just teamed them up. Right. I was selling comic books to get toys. So when I was selling my comic books, buy some toys. I was a smart kid back even back in the day. Comic books have been a big part of my life always, but always in the hustle. I never sold drugs, but you know, maybe comics are drugs in a sense. <laughs> cool, man. I I respect that. So yeah, man, that was so just to be a part of something that was part of our childhood, that's a really cool experience. Yeah. Wonderful. All right. So how do you think then uh about this? Being a showrunner, right? Well, the mm-hmm. focus on normalizing at least Latino American stories because I see what you're doing through the rinse, for example, and we'll get into that in a little bit. I mean, what challenges have you faced and how do you navigate that in the industry? Because I mean, you know, we you kind of have like a almost a zero to two what one percent present, zero point one. <laughs> that's right, dog. Like that's the number, man. It's not I actually try not to think about the number because I am it's too it's too crazy to I I don't think I could do every day if I had to think about that number, you know, but but that's yeah. the reality, dog. It's like zero percent 
half a percent of people <laughs> who are who are showrunners are Latin. So I'm I'm like right now like a junior showrunner. Like I'm really learning the craft still, and I'm learning it from some really great people. I've had a lot of onset film experience, you know, so I've learned a lot of the things that it takes to run a set, how to fix a set, keep it running, keep the vision on point, how to keep the post-production going. So those are all things like a showrunner does on top of uh, navigating a writer's room and also making sure that all the writers are writing the same story. So how fun is that? How fun is navigating a writer's room then to make sure everybody's on park? I'm pretty sure with so many different personalities. <laughs> I had a really interesting experience. I had, dude, I, we actually, my first kind of go at it was during the pandemic. And I wrote this fantasy comedy with a bunch of people who were stuck in their house freaking out, you know, during the pandemic, as we all were. And we just got together, people we met on Twitter who were part of the writers community. And we just got together and we're like, let's just like, let's just, let's just make a show. Like, what, are we, what else are we doing? We might as well hang out. So we, we got like nine people in there and met every week online uh, during the pandemic and started to flesh out a really funny, bonkers show. And that was crazy. Yeah, we, you know, that was my first go at it. There was a lot of different personalities. And what's cool is that everybody has a little secret skill. So you, I think, as a showrunner, want to see what is the secret skill of this person may be like great at dialogue. I have another guy who's great at pitching jokes. Like he just will crank out four or five alternate jokes for you every time. And so oh, yeah. go to them. So now you go, okay, this episode takes, you know, there's got a lot of jokes in this episode. So let's get my alternative joke guy to get in there. Or this one is more dramatic. Maybe we need the, the person who has that experience. So you kind of juggle, you know, juggle the group. You know, they got a Wu-Tang clan up in there. You want to bring in Ray Kwan. You want to bring in Riza. You kind of want to make it all happen. I mean, I, I would put it more like a Latang again. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, brown tang. All right, so, all right, are there any specific aspects of a Latino to portray accurately in your work? And how do, how do you ensure uh, authenticity in the storytelling on top of that? What's the first part of that? I sorry, I, I missed oh, the are there any specific aspects of the Latino culture that you find particularly important to portray accurately in your work? Mm-hmm. And how do you ensure the authenticity in the storytelling? I think that I think that honestly, it's like for me, I try to focus on actually what's authentic about the person. Okay. And then once I have that, I kind of leave the culture part of it. I let that part be organic, you know, man, because I don't, you can get into a place where if you start trying to make everybody happy on the culture side of things and Latinos, you know, we are different. Like all of us celebrate differently, even in our culture. Just the word beach means something way different to us than to others. So. <laughs> exactly. So, like, you you really can't get it right 
the way it's almost like when Marvel fans go off, you know, Latinos be going off on each other, like, like, hey, that's not how we do it. So, like, I don't try to freak out about that. I try to say, look, this person, you know, like I wrote, I just did this pilot where my character is from East LA, but he's also been around the world a lot. So he doesn't really. He doesn't live in Chicano culture like you might expect an East LA person to have. He brings a little bit of other cultures in. He wow. particularly like he he likes that character likes Japanese culture and manga and like and you know ramen and like Tokyo vibe. So the culture for me is like I got to get him right. That makes that makes that character special. And then you know you're gonna see some Chicano stuff pop off here and there, but it oh, starts to be very organic. I love it. The culture you show off is that nerd culture, baby, and then the, the, the race stuff is secondary. And because a lot of us, yeah, a lot of us don't label ourselves. We don't yeah. label ourselves like always, like exact just where we're from anymore. Like it used to be what we did, but nowadays, you know, the nerd culture side of us might be the thing we we put out there more than. You know, like our gangster shit or whatever. Right, right. Where are you from? Oh, I'm a comic book fan. Oh shit, I'm a film fan. Oh, what? And I have a friend that would ask you, what type of film? Digital or real? <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait a minute. I gotta ask you because one of my friends, I love him to death, and, and you know, he's a filmmaker. He, he uses tape still. He he doesn't do digital. He goes, listen, digital filmmakers should call themselves digital movie makers, not digital filmmakers. Do you have an opinion on that? On what? On digital filmmaking? Or is the, it, is, digital? digital versus actual film. Nah, I don't, man. Because now you can really make digital look like film. You can add little film grain. You can choose 35 millimeter stock or 16 millimeter stock. You can do all kinds. I don't want to fully nerd out on you, but yeah, you can do a lot of these. Nerd out, that, bro. Nerd out. People need yeah, halation, halation. You can really uh, mimic the film quality in digital. So even guys like Roger Deakins, who's this, you know one of our best cinematographers, he did like Blade Runner and all that. He's even like doesn't even matter, honestly. It, the can't. The it. What matters is what you're shooting what the film is. And then, you know, if I'm going to do a sci-fi thing, you know, maybe you go digital. So it has that polished kind of vibe, or maybe you do the opposite. You want it to feel real. So you shoot on film. So like, it just matters what the project is. And then you pick your camera and then you pick your stock and you pick how you do it. But, but, but I know now you were thinking all about that stuff. Cause you got this fire project. That's out now, available to be supported, folks. Let me put this baby on screen through the Rins comic book, all right? So, you know, I'm going to show the video. Then I got a couple of questions for you on this baby right here. So, folks, please support. Uh, I mean, this, this video plays right here, baby. So check it out, folks. 13% has been raised, all right? We have 12 days and 21 hours with 51 supporters. So a salute to you supporters out there, all right? So uh, they look. 25, they got 13% at 3,300. Listen, I know what everybody's waiting for. Everybody's waiting for payday. I know that's what they're doing, all right? <laughs> it's, 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 it's tomorrow. They're in the yard. 
So, you know, so get that money together, baby. So and, and let's push this. And listen, this is a lot, you know, Hispanic heritage is more Latino. Let's support some Latino creators out there. And you That's know why? I'm going to show you why right now. Let's take a look real quick on the pitch video. All right. It's, let's go there. Let's go there. Where five? Woo! Let's go. Hey, folks. Jason Avalos here, actor, filmmaker, and most recently, you can see me in Transformer 7, Rise of the Beast. I'm a Colombian, El Salvadorian who grew up right here in the City of Angels. And today with me is the fierce and fabulous Jackie Cruz. And we want to bring you a whole new era of Latin superheroes for the comic book world. That's right. Hey, everyone. I'm Jackie Cruz. You may know me as Flaca from Orange hey, is Black. Flaca. But right now, we're on a mission to rewrite the rules, okay? With Through the Rinse is a new comic. Did everyone hear that? A new comic, writing our own stories. And it's celebrating love. It's about strength. It's about breaking barriers. Growing up, I never saw us in comic books. Ghost Rider, Spawn, Wolverine, you name it, we cease to exist. But in this world, we very much do. And Resin Brazil takes center stage. Something, honey, is a love story like the other baby. Resin Brazil are in their own rules, fighting against a system that tries to keep them down. Okay? Sound familiar? They're classic, iconic, badass couples like, let's see, American Tradition, Bonnie and Clyde, True Romance, Selena and Chris. And we want to, you know, keep it a little bit more sophisticated, anti-hero, not just another narco, narcos, not gob. All right, not talking shit, but you know what I'm saying, right? My character's name is Brazil. And after meeting the love of my life in the laundry, we run away together and become vigilantes, okay? Who befriend an indigenous tribe in the Amazon. We are gifted with tribal powers and ultimately become Las Aguilas Blancas, the White Eagles, taking down a high rank, high rank criminals and helping free our people who are under the regime of greed. I mean, does that sound amazing? I want to see that. Y'all better want to see that and come support us, okay? Latin superheroes and heroes and sheroes, we're here to stay, but we need your help to make it happen. We are in an industry that is having a serious revolution right now. And this is part of it. This is a way to change the system. And we need the community superpower to do that. But through the rinse, it's just the beginning, baby. Your contributions will go directly to hiring talent from the Latino community. Production company has faced challenges because of the pandemic and the strike. But we are determined to show Hollywood that we can create original stories without their gatekeeping system. So if anything else, help us stick it to the land. Amazing perks for you, okay? From signed print copies, okay, to exclusive camera giveaways. And if you're a major donor, hear that? Major? You might even get your own character in the comic book series drawn alongside us. All right, that sounds good to me, all right? So let's make this thing happen together. Tell your tios, tell your tia, your nieces, your abuelitas, tell everybody. We're going to have a blast. It's going to be fun. Through the rinse, I'm so excited that we get to share. Contribute, and I believe, let's hope it's to the link below. All right. Juntos podemos through the rinse. Thank you guys for believing. And yo, yo, yo. Beso grande. And that's what it is right there. Dope project, my guy. I mean, look at that. Look at that. So, what inspired this whole creation, my brother? Talk about it. Oh, man. You know, the things that make me 
upset, I guess, probably. Well, you know, it, it's it's like this, man. This this little group, basically, you know, my family on my on my father's side and also on my mom's side had been kind of estranged for me for a couple of years. And I, I wasn't really all that close with them. I didn't really know them. And as I kind of went further into it, I don't know. I think it was just kind of made me aware that there's so many sacrifices Latinos make for their families. And some of those sacrifices mean you don't really get to see your family for a few years. You know, a lot of people know that kind of struggle. You know, someone's got to go here to make ends meet. Someone's got to, you know, send their kid over to a different country for a better life, right? All these different things. And that's kind of a lot of what Aguila Blancos have to do. They've made a lot of sacrifices. They, for the good of the people, they haven't got to see their families for a long time, what that would be. And then these two characters, they're like, they're like a Bonnie and Clyde. And I think for them, they thought, well, if we're going to make a sacrifice like this, where we can't even be with our families, it better be for a really good reason. And they set out to kind of basically just correct shit that's not right in the world and take down people who need to be taken out. And they do that for the good of the people, basically. And and they have a lot of fun doing it. <laughs> you know, they are, I grew up on American cinema. So I love like true romance. And I love seeing these like badass couples. And I was like, how come we don't have our own like badass American couple, like Latinos though, you know? And I wanted, I wanted them to not have accents. I want them to be really from here. I want them to be truly like American, you know, American icons just as much as they are Latinos and that's kind of what so that's kind of the nature of the 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 graphic novel and it's you know true crime uh, crime thriller it's got a lot of horror because as you know I like horror so it gets real dark and yeah and also really inspiring I mean look at these covers I mean who did this art right here that's fire Yo, that one is good. That's uh, our guy, Brick King, and he's doing some of those for us. And then we're going to now, once we get funded, we're going to get a few more people on, on the staff. And so if you know anybody out there, they can hit us up. We're, we're looking for artists and particularly Latin artists. And this is right there also, as you see in our background picture, here's the complete image. Wow. I love it, yo. So, whoa, look at it, yo. What? On that Alex mm-hmm. Roth level, bro. Yeah, man, it's, it's it's nice. Yeah, yeah. We I want it to feel also like elegant, like classy, because I don't want it to be stereotypes, right? Like well, Latinos, we are we're classy people, man. We're beautiful people. Like so, I want it to feel you know not like a bunch of just cholos running around, you know, Grand Theft Autoing or some shit. Like I want it to be elevated. Oh, oh damn! Look at this. Oh, man, and look at that skin color. I love it, man. <laughs> Said we don't, we didn't get that growing up. I mean, this is probably why I'm a fan of Conan because that's as probably as brown as we got, you know, close to us. Yeah, we didn't see it. It's so crazy, you know. And if you look on the shelves now, 
there's like there go find us go tell show me a comic where we're at besides like miles morales of course and you know now we have a latin ghostwriter uh, but no, no real original stuff that's beautiful art though wow look at yeah, that's, that's what this beard would have looked like if it was black. You see, it looked like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. I mean, look at this. Yo, dude. It's and good, you know, right? It's good when you see that hair looking that good, too. Right? And yeah, people, man, I mean, it's funny. People, they have been giving us a, a double take because they're like, oh, let's check it out. And they're like, whoa, like, this is like actually good. Like, you know, and and but, but you should be like you shouldn't be surprised. It's, it's I'm not. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. But I'm not surprised. But I'm happy people are like that's. I'm I'm a I'm about quality, you know. And it's important right. that we get it right. Yeah, Jackie like loves this. Is like one of her favorite looks. We talked about this hair for a while actually because we're talking about you know. Getting the hair right, and we we looked at a lot of hairstyles for her, and then we picked that one. So, and it's gonna be you in the flip, but what's going on? Yeah, you're gonna see me in there, dog. You're gonna see me in there, right there. Look at that guy. Oh, dude! So introduce me to this. So, who is everybody on this page right there? Right, right. So, this is the cousin. This is the cousin. So, like I told you, it's kind of like a family affair, right? Even yeah. if it's not a primo, it's like it is a primo. But this is one of Aguila Blancos essentially is Rez and Brazil, right? That's the power couple. They're like the head of the Aguila Blancos, right? And then the that other character that I'll be playing, he's a cousin who he's a little bit more like, and we're gonna get into him, but I'll tell you, he's a little bit more like John Constantine. He has kind of a witchcraft powers. He's he's spent his life dealing with the dark arts and taking out things that are like out of this world, like demons and funky spirits and different shit like that. So he works via the occults and all those and deals with the dark arts. So you get to see him kind of take on different, different types of characters. And then you'll see them all kind of do, you know, cross crossover issues too. But he probably is going to get his own comic too. So, yeah, yeah. for that. And I love it. And talk about it because you, you, you're talking about a grassroots indie Latino production company. So, talk about it. Yeah, I mean, man. Actually, the strike impacted you too. I mean, at least one part of it is over <laughs> right now. One part, yeah. It's been crazy, you know? I mean, I think that's the way to do with this like grassroots thing we're realizing that like the cavalry is not coming for us dog like they're not coming you know there's yeah. no white savior coming to help us you know what i mean like it's not happening so we just gotta kind of get little crews together you know put our put our uh, thoughts our, our minds imaginations some money together and start getting really crafty and and so this was one of the ways you know it was hard to trying to get a movie done, but you know, we know they'd be buying comic book movies, right? They're like, oh, comic book this and buy that. So I was like, and I've always loved comic books. So I was like, well, there's a bunch of stories that I wanted to tell about Res in Brazil 
that I could not tell in the first movie because it was basically just too expensive, you know, and I don't have that street cred yet. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. talk with that. Talk with that, baby. That's that's exactly that's an example of manifestation. Oh, is yeah. Yeah. Well, there's no try. We 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 showing it. We just doing it. You know, we talked about it. We do it. So it's like it's like that's what's up. So we just thought, well, we can make our own comic book and then you know we can make we can keep that in the family, keep that in the production house. And then we go from there and we build, we build a pipeline, we build a fan base, we make the movie, we, you know, and then who knows what else we can do with that, you know, whether it's a, a TV show or cartoon. And I mean, and you know, you got to do the toys. It will bring underwear for the ladies and you know, Halloween costumes. Yeah. These Halloween costumes are going to be like sick. So, yeah, like, can really build the full full thing, you know? Make it happen, but that's exactly how it is. But listen, folks, I, I'm sharing the link. I've been sharing it. The link is even below. It's, you know, a website. I never heard of this one before. You got to tell me how you found that. What is supportourstory.com? Where does that come from? I never heard of that. Support Our Story is very cool. Uh, it's run by Nelson Grande and Fanny Grande. They're a husband and wife couple. They're Latinos. And they basically have their own Latin focused fundraising website. So they give you a lot of coaching. They give you support. I think Kickstarter, you know, is a little different. You got to, you kind of got to like kind of learn it yourself a little bit, but what's cool about them is they give you like kind of daily, weekly things you can do to uh, help your, help your goal, which was great for me because I don't, I've never really fundraised before. And you know, I felt you like, a comic book before, even. I mean, I, I was it's all new. I love it. scared. It, lots of fear. Conquer it, right? Go. So yeah, so that's kind of that's that they're they're really cool. I would check them out. If you have a Latino project, definitely go check them out. Well, I'm Latino and this is the project, you know, ongoing anyway. So yeah, yeah exactly. You know, but but with that though. Yeah, this book is fine. So what's next? This gets funded. I mean, what's the plan with Through the Rings? Is this just a one shot to go to a movie or do we have a franchise story tank? I know you mentioned spin-offs, but I mean, I mean, is it like an overall franchise? That's the plan ahead? I think that's the idea, yeah, is like to build on the on the comic book first. Then I have another, like I said, I have a spin-off comic that I would love to do. This, I think we do a couple different volumes of the Through the Rinse graphic novel and see how, like, see where we can go with those characters. And then, yeah, there is a movie in the works. So, so we'll do that. And then, and then we want, and then I want to see, like, I want to see, like, what we, where to go from there. But I, you know, I have some, I have some thoughts on that. Yeah, man. But look, folks, I just want to show you once again on the website itself. You can see you could be kind and just donate. You know what I mean? But yeah, limited edition rabbit cover starting at 20, a rally shot at 25, ignite the Eagles, Jackie Cruz limited prints at 50, you know, dynamic duo with some art, unreleased artwork at 65. I mean, 
You got multiple levels of goodies here, folks. So if you want to support Sign Amazing, I mean, Big Boss Energy, Paula Cat, right right here. What Big Boss that? Energy. We just got two people doing that. I was working on their their stuff the other night. So they they one woman threw in a like two fifty, and now we're she's gonna be you know found herself in the comic, book. and so that's gonna be a lot of fun on to to uh throw people in there like that but yeah honestly any amount like straight up that's what i tell people is like it doesn't matter there's no too small because it's about getting a lot of people involved getting fans getting people to enjoy the ride with us so as you know it's not just the money we we just appreciate people coming to support yeah, man. So, and, and sort of love, folks. Sort of love. This is how we do it right there. Supportourstory.com through the RINs. All right. It's live now. 12 days, 21 hours. Tomorrow's payday. There is no excuse. Tomorrow's right? payday. That's right, man. All I want Let me make it happen right now. All right. All right. So Jason, what what what's in store, man? Are you doing any conventions? Are you uh, any place that we we're going to be able to meet you in person and hang out with you? Anything popping? Not just yet, man. I I think the game plan is that we want to release this by Christmas, and then I probably will do some. I'll probably do some some stuff where I'll pop in to a couple of the comic cons and and different things. And then we know I want to get Jackie Cruz. She's also really excited and she wants to come and do some signings. So when we release it near Christmas and January, definitely keep an eye out because we will plan some meetup for sure. Oh, definitely. Let me know, man. I'm in mass, but I'll drive to New York. If you do stuff there, don't you worry. Let's make it happen. All right. You better right. get over there. Absolutely. So folks, you heard it here, all right? Support this amazing project. It is fire. I've been sharing the links, all right? They're also below in the show notes. Click away, you know, make it rain. And sort of love on Instagram right there, right? At Insta, Avalo, at Uderin, at Schoolhouse Pictures. Before we go, I want to ask about that. And also on YouTube at Jason Avalos. So uh, with that, you know, talk to us a little bit before we go about Schoolhouse Pictures, you know, and can anyone get involved? I mean, are you accepting projects or what? I know this is your, your production studio, so what's popping? Yeah, I mean, dude, we're always open to collaborate. It's it's not just it's not just my projects. We are developing a book with a, an author who's got a great book about a DJ that I love, which we want to talk about soon. We And we're essentially like, man, we're like a real punk rock you know, kind of company, we do not want to tell, we don't really want to tell like the typical stories that are currently like being out there right now. We have a lot of great people making those movies and TV shows. We really want to be more like out there, man, like real punk rock. Of course, the film last folks (laughs) with the internet, Doug. Wonderful. But just in case he can't come back, from that momentary pause. So to say, make sure to support this wonderful project. As you saw, it has fire art on, on a platform I didn't know about. So, you know, now you guys have another option to look at other than, you know, what, what's out there currently. And, you know, if we down with it, maybe they're giving you some better offers. You got to take a look into it, you know what I mean? And, of course, please make sure to follow Jason everywhere. As I mentioned, the notes are below. I want to thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. 
Big J said, this is Common Crusaders Podcast with Al Mega. I saw the person on me, gente. Much love. Wepa! Thank you for listening to the Common Crusaders Podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit CommonCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Common Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today. 